everyone. Jane here from Your Weight Loss. And today we're talking about how we met. Hi, Leash. Hi. Oh my God. Have you ever heard Dia say, Matant Alicia? <laughs> I mean, I must have. We um we did a live together. I almost like tagged you in it and she talked about seeing you at the restaurant and she's like I was like who do we see? And she's like Taunt Alicia and then she's like Alfie. <laughs> she's like thinking about and Phoebe P. Piper that goes really quick for her. But it's Alfie cuz that's really different for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I actually it's funny that you say that cuz I actually love it how my how my kids say your name. How do they say it? They actually say it with their little French little accents. Aww. Whereas Neil, on the other hand. Is it Jose? Is that what he says? Do you know what? We need to have Neil on the podcast. And when we do, we one of the questions needs to be, what is Jose's best friend's name? <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that because we cannot give it out right now. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Oh, I love it. He's going to practice before or no, we won't tell. Obviously, he won't know. He could practice as much as he wants. I don't think he'll ever get it right. Oh, remember when he used to call me Angelina Jolie? Wasn't there a time when we first met, there was like Jolie, like he couldn't say Jose and he would call me something about Jolie. Oh my goodness. Do you remember this? Oh, this fits perfectly with us talking about how we met. Um, But uh, before we go and talk about that, oh my God, our event is coming up. Okay. I need to tell you something. I haven't told you this yet. What? So I those dresses I ordered haven't even been shipped yet. Oh no. And it said shipped it should arrive the 15th and then the next time I checked it should arrive the 22nd. Oh no. Oh no. And our event is the 30th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my backup dress which I didn't think about isn't good for our mic system. Oh, okay. I mean, we'll figure out if you're not basically if you're wearing a bra, it's good enough. I will definitely be wearing a bra at our event. There you go. So I think we're fine. That's what okay. our producer said. He said, you okay. need to be wearing a bra. I was like, on it. Do you think I should maybe get a different bra before then, though? Oh, no. Are, is your bra old school? It's just, it's so, I mean, I'm going to just admit to you guys, but the state of my bra is like, it's beige. It's old. It's just like that one bra that fits perfect and I haven't cared. I literally wear it every day. Uh, one of my friends sent me a picture of her in her bra. I won't tell you why. But she sent me a picture of her in her bra and her bra was so nice. I'm like, what are you wearing? Like there was like, you have it la dentelle? There was like, you know what I mean? Like lace. And like, I'm like, is this your everyday bra? Like, or you just put this for this picture? Yeah. The uh, opposite of that is me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I like sports bra with sports bras with a lot of padding and or just like a little bralette because I have yeah. no boobs. See, I'm, I hope our listeners can relate to my really gross beige old bra um, and sports bras. I have that uniboob because I have so many so much boob. Right. So much like it's And it's also like you, you have like a lot of skin boob. There's a lot of skin. <laughs> So it kind of like fills in all the space, right? Like, I mean, you can have big boobs and not have a uniboob, but you have a uniboob because the skin of your boob kind of fills in that space. Yeah. That there's just, I, see it, I see it in my head. I see it. Yes. And mm -hmm. when I wear a sports bra, everything's not quite at the appropriate location anymore. Oh, like it's your nipple is really low? Really a little bit low. Like when I went for a, a consultation to get a breast lift, 
he was like, there's like a certain um, formula of like from your collarbone where your breath, your nipples should be. Let's just say mine were like. <laughs> the formula, was, you broke the formula? I was like, okay. The formula didn't work for you. Uh, oh my I think God, it was funny. The formula of breastfeeding three babies. Oh my God. When I went oh, for a breast implantation, is that the word? Implant. Yeah. When I went for my um, consultation, he was like, oof, I can't, like, there's nothing here for me to do a lift. You know what I mean? It's like, we need to fill it up. I'm like, absolutely. Um, and then he put like these like fake, like a fake bra boob size that he's like, yeah. this. And I just like couldn't, like, it's just so odd. Um, I just like left. Yeah. Like, it's funny. We're just, we didn't think we were going to talk about this, but here we are. But here we are. We both went to through going and getting consultations and just having conversations. For me, it was a tummy tuck and a, and a breast lift. And Jose, it was um, breast implants. And you even had a conversation about your thighs, eh? Yes. So basically, the, the, the appointment was about my thighs and the loose skin in my thighs and to see like if there was some sort of thing that I could get done or that I just needed to like live my life. Um, and then at the same time, I'm like, let me show you my teeny tinies. And, uh, cause I mean, and I said, I'm showing you these because my, like, this is for my husband, like he would love for you to do something about this. And so there I am just, just naked in front of this man and, uh, him just looking at it. So basically he looked at my legs and was like, live your life, go, go and live your life. And with my boobs, he was like, oh, this could be fun. That's basically how I felt, which was like, okay. So anyways, I'm not ready for any of the things. I just needed to talk to another human about it. And I needed another human to like, see it, touch it and be like, tell me what you think, what, and then give me my options. And then I'm just going to go away and reflect. And then what happened? A pandemic. Literally like two seconds later, there was a pandemic. I so I said to my, and then what did I work on? Creating happiness and embracing yeah. my body. So I would, it's so funny how a year later leash, I would, I, I'm not the same. Like, I don't look at my body the same way. Like that's, that's a journey. It is a journey and it's, it's amazing. And it's been really amazing for me to watch you go through that journey um, and you know, there is nothing against plastic surgery. I actually had oh a friend God, no. say, yeah. say, Oh, I'm going for my tummy tuck. And I was like, so excited for them. Um, we just both decided completely separately, um, that it just wasn't right for us right now. I'm not saying I'll never get a tummy tuck, but right now it didn't feel important. Yeah, no, it's kind of insane how we both went through that journey separately, like that you were supposed to go, the pandemic happened, then they rescheduled you, you get the call, you want to puke. And then you say, I don't know if I want to go anymore. And I was like, I think this is something you really need to make sure that you like feel fully excited about and not wanting to puke and not being sure. Um, and you were like, yeah. And I was uh, either way, you could have been like, I'm going for it. And I would have been proud and not going proud. Like at the end of the day, like she, like Alicia said, we don't have anything against plastic surgery. We went for our consultation, our consultations. So obviously we like it, you know, we want to like go see what people have to say about it. Yes. Um, and I'm but, cheering anyone on that, um, you know, that, that gets it done and they feel it is right for them. Then absolutely amazing. 
Yep. If your intentions are to chase your happiness, go for it, girl. Yeah. Um, so like she said, I'm not saying no to breast implants forever, Leash. Oh, I think that makes my husband very happy. Um, oh, oh, um, so he, the um Dr. Howley posted yesterday, what do you want to see more of? And I commented, I replied, breast implants. Okay. It like gives me like I just like want to see them. I want to be like, okay. tell me more about them. Right now I'm just creeping. I'm a that's a that's a weird creep creeper thing, but that is what I'm creeping right now. <laughs> There's a website that you can go on, eh? And it's like, oh, I don't remember the name of the website, but I remember when I was looking to get my tummy talk and like you, it's just tons of different people that have had um, procedures. So you can like really see what before and afters. Oh, I love before and afters, all sorts, mm -hmm. all of them. Naked ones, please. Super naked. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, this kind of took a turn. So, so excited for events. Um, if you, if you're looking to join us on Saturday, January 30th, uh, either send us a DM, go check out our website. The tickets are available there. Um, you can even join your weight loss and get a cheaper rate. Find us, ask us, tell us. Yeah. Um, okay. How did we meet? Oh my God. How did we meet? I don't remember the actual moment that our eyes connected. I mean, I want to say that it's like in the hall. I don't like remember those first few days, but I remember like us hanging out because we're all female math teachers. So yeah. we're like, and we're young. We were yeah. kind of all in the same age group. Like at this point, this is 2009, everyone. So we're about uh, 12 years in now. It's going to be our 12 year anniversary of meeting in September. Um, so it's 2009. It is, I'm coming into Riverview High School as a new, brand new teacher. And Alicia, you have been there for a couple of years? Just one year. I had only been at Riverview High one year before you. Okay. So I come in as the newbie. And there you are with your big bun. I remember there's a big black bun in my, <laughs> in my thought. <laughs> uh, and I remember what I was wearing that first day. So nervous. Oh my gosh. You remember what you wore? What did you wear the first day? Do you remember my gray vest? Yes, I do. I think I have a picture of us and you're in that vest. Uh, absolutely. I wore it every day. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I remember your car. You remember, remember my car. car. What was it? I'm pretty sure it was a orange sunfire. Absolutely. Damn right. It was girl. Um, and so I had an orange sunfire here. I am 23 years old. And I, yep, 23. And I'm, and you're 27 at the time. We're both young. We don't have kids. We're not married, but we're both engaged to be married in 2010. Um, and then we just like obviously hit it off because I'm trying to find friends at this point. And you guys kind of had like a little thing going on. We have another teacher friend, MC, shout out to MC. And she was there and I knew her from university. So she was kind of like our glue, I guess, from the beginning to be like, oh, I'm friends with her. So here I go. I'm sitting at this table type thing. Okay. So do you know what just like I flash back to me was the custodian story. It's uh, a good one. Are we ready for it? I don't know if they're ready for it, the world. So obviously, Jose was, is super French. Yep. Mm -hmm. And she was coming to work at a very English community. 
for the first time, like I needed to Google where this school was, right? Like I didn't know, like this was, I had never even thought about teaching at an English school or being in the English district. Like this is like, I'm fresh, I'm fresh meat. I'm fresh from very French university. I've been French my whole life, but here I am. I know I'm bilingual, so I can, I can totally be within the French, the English community people. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, I have a question. How did you like, uh, did you apply for this job? Like what? I, how did not. I did not. It is so odd what happened. Like I I can see myself. I'm with my mom and my phone rings and it is the principal of the school calling my cell phone. No clue. Never applied at Riverview High. Never even applied in the English district. Like I don't even know how this happened. Okay. And he's like, hello, I got your name from blah, blah, blah. At this point, I've blanked out and I have no clue what he said. Um, and I'm like, why is there an English person talking to me, calling me on my phone? That's basically how I'm feeling. And he's like, I'd love, we have a, a French immersion position in science, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to interview you. Can you come tomorrow? And of course, I say yes, because I'm, again, fresh fresh off the market of university looking for a job. And it's like end of August, beginning of September, like school starts today type thing. Okay. It was one of those situations where like something happened and there's always like a shuffle near that time. Yes. So I was part of that shuffle. And so he called and, and, and so I Google map, where is Riverview High? Knew nothing about Riverview High. Knew nothing about like Riverview. All I know, <laughs> all I know is that like Riverview is far at this point in my head. So then I obviously like Google this and I'm like, ah, 27 minutes, not bad. I can, I, that's a good commute. Um, and like, it's like, it's, it's far, like in my head, it's like, oh, wow. You have to go like beyond the highway and there's like a bridge. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. So, and then the rest is history. I went, they loved me. Of course they did. And then they hired me the next day. Amazing. Yeah. So, okay. So because why is Alicia saying this is because obviously I needed to learn the English language. I mean, there's like obviously certain words that you had never heard before. And custodian was one of them. Yes. Because en français, en français, French people wouldn't call a custodian a custodian. They would call them a janitor. That is what, like in my language, if you're to of someone that cleans the school, that's what we would have called them. But I guess like I just didn't know the proper language, but it's just me being. Well, I think that like when I was in high school, it was a janitor, but I I think maybe it's like more politically correct to call them a custodian. Absolutely. But you also need to realize that like these words, like I never learned the, I guess the, the evolution of the proper English word because I'm not English. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, of course. it never comes up. It's not like there's like, just so you know. In the English language, we cannot, you know what I mean? Like it never came up. Yes. In conversations. So Jose is standing in the office and the principal says, okay, can a custodian please come to the office? And in Jose's <laughs> brain, she thinks it's basically an ethnicity. I think that I think there's a type of person that's coming in. I don't know what what a custodian looks like at this point. And you think, so, wow, they're really open about like labeling and over the loudspeaker. <laughs> oh my god! So basically, I knew that like because the principal had really like I guess talked about the fact that there was different people from different countries coming into the school, right? Like, cause it was a very intern. Um, I don't know how you call that the program. No? Yes. We had a lot of international students. 
Yes. And that's new to me. Again, coming from a French small community, we do not have a lot of international students where I went to high school. So for me, that was like very impressive. And I was like, wow. So when he called a custodian to the office, I was like, I wonder where these people are from. Like what country is this? Custodia. (laughs) And so um, the custodian comes in with his like his... His, uh, uh, what do you, what he pushes, no? Like with his, all yeah, of, yeah, 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 his things. And then I'm like, interesting. That is a, <laughs> like, imagine how mind blown I am the first week of being like, people were talking to me and they're like, we're going to do the LTT. Do you remember LTT? I was like, what yes. the F is LTT? Like, and then like, oh, learning together time. I was like, what does that mean? Like there was so much learning into like, just, just the, just the words. Like, not you know what? Like- so overwhelming as a brand new teacher that just doing that it's in itself, then in a language that isn't your first language. And also there is a lot of, there's a significant amount of cultural differences between a French high school and an English high school. Uh, yes. And also the teachers in the English school versus the, like, cause when you think of my high school, like these were all like all the teachers knew each other. All the teachers are like friends or neighbors. And like, you know what I mean? And like, I'm right. here in this. And I've like learned so much about like religion in the, like everyone's Catholic in Shidyak. Everyone's like, you know, like, but no one goes to church, you know, but <laughs> everyone goes to church if you're over a certain age, but like everyone sleeps. Anyways, I just feel like it was so different for me. And even you and I, Leash, like we grew up in different towns and in the same province, but different towns and different languages and different different backgrounds. Like, like there's things that like are so different about the way we grew up. And like it's it's very interesting. Um, let me I wanna know, did you like love it right away? Okay. Like, did you- yes, I wanna say yes. I loved teaching right away, hated teaching science. Yeah. So nervous. No, nothing. I know nothing about science. Just FYI. Hey, remember when you had to do labs? Oh my gosh. What do you mean? Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my God. No. So do you remember Paul? Do you remember Paul? Yes. You remember Paul. Yes. Beardsworth. Yes. Oh, loved Paul Beardsworth. That, like just, okay. Even let's talk about that. Words like beard, beads were beards were like, the last names of the students, the you guys' names, like it was so much for me. Like everyone's a Cormier, everyone's a Leblanc, everyone like in my t- part of the world, everyone has normal last names, right? But then it was like even the students' names and tell saying them right and like words like Paul Beard's word, whatever. Um, but he wasn't he so great. So basically he was like my dad, like the first years, him and Tim. And I yeah. was just like, basically, oh man, I love them so much. Um, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can I just like, can my class just hop into your class when you're doing a lab? Like teaching science sucked. Like I have a science degree <laughs> with them. Anyways, I don't even know what I have. But uh, I just like, I knew I, I can study it. I can certainly remember stuff and put it on paper, but teaching it, Oh my God, that like every time someone would like raise their hand, I would have like an anxiety attack. I'd be like, oh my God, please don't ask me a question. Please don't ask me a question. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. 
And then like one time, you remember um, that student, you know that, yeah. you know the student. Yeah. And so he would always raise his hand and he was obviously smarter than me in science. And I was like, oh my God. And then one time he raised his hand, I'm like, yes. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then he'd be like, can I go to the washroom? I'll be like, dodge the bullet right there. Yes, sir. Please stay there the whole class so that I don't get any more questions. Oh my God. Do you know what though? Like when you first start teaching, no matter what you're teaching, like that is hard. And you know, no, even if you got a degree in math, there was a lot of times where I was like learning the night before. And it's not until you're teaching for a couple of years that you're just like, I remember at the end, not, I don't want to say end of my career. Cause you know, when I was teaching before I was, I'd been teaching at that point for 10 years, let's say I was very comfortable teaching grade 12 calculus, knowing that there was going to be kids in there smarter than me. That's just the reality of it. And I didn't pretend to know everything. I didn't pretend to never make a mistake. I was just very transparent. And there's another teacher there who was like, so insanely smart. And I'd be like, that's a great question for Miss Duffy. Let's go ask her. Yes. Let's go ask this other person that is really, um, that has a lot of strengths in this certain topic, you know? And I think I know that a lot of the students appreciated the fact that I didn't feel the need to be the smartest person in the room, pretend that I never made any mistakes and was really transparent and confident just with what I did or did not know. And, uh, I, I think they appreciated that. Absolutely. Man, we were great teachers. I do. I did do absolutely adore being a teacher. I think absolutely, you and absolutely. I, yep. like there's certain things that you learn uh, in school, but like, I think you and I are just inherently were made to be teachers, like who we are. Absolutely. I mean, people sometimes ask me if I miss it and I'm like, do I miss teaching? I, I, I want to say yes to that. Like I miss the teaching part of it, but do I would want to choose that over what I'm doing now? Absolutely not. But being a teacher is an amazing career. It's a, it's an amazing, uh, thing to be, um, Agreed. in this world. Um, and I think that this has made us better moms, but also better moms to the teachers that our kids are going to teach. Um, we understand that piece as well. And, and also I think it, I don't know, it allows us, um, flexibility. Like if I would want to, like, I wouldn't feel like oh, it, it, it gives us experience and like knowledge and like what it's like to be in that space. So when, when the pandemic hit, like we weren't that like, Oh my God, we need, I, I knew the kids were going to be fine because we have that knowledge and we have that, like they're, the teachers are going to take care of them when they go back. Like stop putting all this pressure on yourself because you're the parent, right? Like the teachers are there. They will be there because we knew that we, we know that they're going to go with the flow once school reopens. Right. Yeah. And also, no, we can I think it definitely stuff. helped me to see better. And man, I am appreciative of my kids' teachers. I'm just like, that is a hard job. And then right with the pandemic, like, oof, hats off to you. Like any teacher right now, hats off to you. Thank you. Absolutely. And I'm like, thank you for showing up for my kid. Like basically, thank you for just showing up. You know what I mean? Yep. Because someone needs to show up. I'm showing up for someone else right now or something else. And someone needs to show up for that part of my child's life. And you're it right now. So oh, yes. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, okay. Did we even talk about how we met? We, this is how we met, guys. I, it was just like, oh, hello. And then we obviously had so many things in common and we laughed a lot. We had teaching in common. And then we got married. Yeah, we got married the same year. We had that in common. And then we actually, um, like, we went through a lot of, like, life things together. Yeah, I mean, um, that's what happens in 12 years. I mean, but like Dia was born the same year that my, that, um, Alfie was born. No, that my twins were born. Yes. They only have six weeks apart actually. Yeah. So we were pregnant together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was also, uh, very much a part of your life when, um, you got pregnant with Alfie, which was like a really a historical moment in you guys' life that we were so happy about. And like, I'm just like thinking of all these moments when you were also like, guys, I think I'm pregnant with the girls. And then like, oh my God, it's twins. Like, just like all those things. That's so fun. Do you remember we were in the staff room upstairs and I was yep. like, I told you guys like right before the bell rang and you're, you're like, you're just telling us this right now? It was insane. So, and Elfie was so young. Um, and we're like, but what do you mean? Cause you had had some trouble with getting pregnant with Alfie. And I was like, you're getting pregnant now with, you know, and then what? pregnant with, it was insane. And then girls, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have known then that it was, uh, that it was twins. I just knew I was pregnant. Um, I remember I can have, like, I literally closed my eyes and I remember having a conversation with you, um, outside my room telling me that you were pregnant with Dia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it was, it, I mean, so we met in 20, 2009, we got pregnant. I, you got pregnant with Alfie in 2012. Yeah. 2012 or 2011, you would have been pregnant and then you gave birth. And then yeah. we both were pregnant with the girls. So I was waiting for one girl. She was waiting for two. Um, so that was really fun. And then I gave birth to Noah on Alfie's birthday. So our sons both have the same birthday. I like mean, that is like, that was gold. That is serendipitous. Yes, that was very special. Again, I remember because I was with you the day before you gave birth. You, we had rented a trailer in Shediac for a family vacation. And you and Dia came, you were by the pool. We had spent the day together. And the next morning, Neil happened to pick up my phone first. And he was like, oh, she had the baby. And you would send me this beautiful picture of you with Noah on your chest. Oh, And then you were like, tell us that. And we didn't know that Noah was a boy. So we like, that was a surprise. And then you said, um, tell me that our sons share the same birthday as in like, is it a boy? And I was like, they do. And I didn't even oh. like think of that. But we knew, I knew that, um, Alfie's birthday was July 26th, but, uh, yeah. So our, both our sons were born on July 26th, but seven years apart, seven years apart, eight years. Oh, I'm years. so old. How I like, oh. I'm going to have a nine year old this year. He's like a teenager. He looks like a teenager. I know his hair. Oh my God. Too much. Um, okay. So this was a 27 minute podcast leash. Wow. What did oh. we even talk about? Nothing. Are you crying? There's a few little tears just thinking about. <laughs> I was also thinking about, let's just add one more thing, okay? Okay. We both also wanted to give birth without epidurals. Right. And so I had done it first. And then you, like, we went through that journey together. I think if you want to do that, you almost need someone to tell you it's possible. Yep. You need an environment of people that, that have done it so you can have kind of that proof and that hope. And I remember you going through breastfeeding and you're like, oh my God, my nipples, like, please like help my nipples. Yes. 
<laughs> oh my god, giving birth is so traumatic. The oh whole thing. God. The whole thing. The whole thing. Don't want to go back. It's over. But we went through all of those like significant life events together as friends, getting married, planning our weddings, having babies, breastfeeding, pushing babies out. And now here we are. Here we are. No more babies. Zero. Here we are planning your 40th Vegas trip with all of the strippers. (laughs) Oh my God. I cannot wait. We're doing it. Absolutely. We're doing it. And like your friends are fun. Yeah. I'm excited to bring your friends with us. Okay. 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 Um, all right. This was good. Okay. This was a good talk. If you want more information on your weight loss, find us. Find us on our platforms. We're everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok is under Your Way Weight Loss or our website, yourwayrsupport.com. Bye, guys. Bye.